Welcome back to the What Nots Review Show. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa. Hello. We are back. We're fast and furiouser than ever. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, we are continuing our coverage of the fast and the, the fast saga, as I, I guess it has become known nowadays. Uh, but we have the second trilogy to talk about this time. Uh, so we'll get to that in just a sec. But how are you? How's how's your weekend been, Melissa? It's been good. I went to go see Cocaine Bear yesterday. I did, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cocaine Bear is rad. It really is. Uh, I guess just off the top of our head here, I feel like they nailed the assignment. Yeah, 90, 90 minutes doesn't overstay. It's welcome. It has enough things going on to like jump from thing to thing. You're never bored with like one. It's like, oh, they just keep tra traveling down this one. No, it's good. It's fun. Go check yeah. it out. At the beginning of the movie, you are briefly in St. Louis, which I was very <laughs> proud to see. Uh, there's a Chiron for St. Louis. And then later in another scene, there's a little Chiron for St. Louis dive bar. And the character's sitting there in a dive bar eating a bowl of pasta. I'm like, that is the most St. Louis thing I've ever seen. A dive bar <laughs> where you can get pasta. I don't know if that's and literally like, true, but that is spiritually true of my city. That they, it, There's also like no, like if anything, it's just buttered noodles. Like it, right. it's, I, it's not it's not there's no marinara sauce. There's no anything else. It's just plain noodles. I, I although I think if in true St. Louis fashion, it would be full muscacholi. Uh, I think like the plain buttered noodles or that character. It's that character yeah. at his lowest. He's like, yeah. I can't take flavor. I'm too sad. Butter only. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We we had a blast watching that that one. Mm -hmm. Uh but it, we don't need cocaine to be as fast or as furious as cocaine <laughs> bear was. Uh, mm. So, yeah, if, if you guys did not know here on the review show each week, we have a different story to talk about. Could be a movie, could be a TV show, comic book, anime, all sorts of stuff. We read it. We watch it. We come back here and talk about it. We got the second trilogy of the Fast and the Furious four through six to talk about this time. Melissa, you and I are in like d new territory. Yeah, here. we've been covering uh, the Fast and the Furious as our end of the month special. So we will do uh, uh, seven through nine with Hobbs and Shaw maybe thrown in there. It's an optional one, but we'll do that at the end of the next month. Uh, but the, at the end of January, we did the first three. Mm -hmm. And I had mentioned on that those were the only ones that I had. Seen. Yeah. So all of this is brand new to me. And this is also your first time watching yes. uh, these. And I think we finally start to get some answers of like, how did it become the series that we know it is today? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. What did you think of, of these next three Fast and the Furious movies? I I had heard that Fast Five is where the series really kicks into high gear and becomes something 
preposterous, not just high octane action, but high octane action on another level of cartoonish, huge stunt set pieces. And boy, howdy, is that true? Fast Five is a revelation. It's a really incredible film watching experience. Yeah. Yeah, they they try and do like a soft reboot with number four. Mm. Uh, yeah. Still, it's it will. So that's the thing we'll get, get, get into in spoilers. The first like 20 minutes of Fast Four, I was a little confused on when it was taking place. Yeah, I picked up on it. I was like, oh, OK, I, I see what's ha- happening here. But yeah, there was like the soft reboot. They try to go back to to. Dom and his character. Oh, be, 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 be honest. I didn't like Fast Four all that much. Okay. I was also pretty checked out, but I had heard from people that that was one of the weaker ones. So I don't yeah. know if that set. I've, I I set myself up to be less than fully engaged with Fast Four. Potentially, because I'm I'm kind of in the same boat there. But yes, Fast Five. I think is a fan favorite. I loved the, that one. I thought it was spectacular. Uh, and even if that is like where the stunts start to get a little bit bigger, even then the stunts aren't as big as what they do in Fast Six. Fast Six yeah. is like is absolutely they're like oh oh okay so this is really where it kicked it up into high gear because in Six, they end up taking on these like paramilitary t- t- type crews and they're mm. doing do, 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 like Mission Impossible style stunts to stop yeah. this plane. And yeah, the 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 whole the whole thing, like the, the whole like the last 40 minutes to an hour of uh, Fast and the, F- and the Furious Six is just high octane nonstop. Uh, Huge. Like, yeah, the, like I thought the, the, there's a certain set piece that happens in that one i'm like ah this is the final like thing and then nope there's still like half an hour after it <laughs> with something else something bigger and it's just like what the hell is happening here this is wild six is like the biggest scope and grandeur of the final set piece of the series so far but i think five is the most imaginative final set piece yeah i i do have to say i still liked five better um, yeah, but I, I yeah, I, it like six just felt like a continuation of that, which is not a bad thing. But it was just like they they got me with with number five. I was just like, oh, this is so much better. I love the days like instant step up in quality, instant step up in action, all that good stuff. If you guys have seen it, you guys know it's like that's 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 the spot right there. I was listening to uh, the film podcast Blank Check. They did Mm -hmm. a special Patreon bonus episode in like very, very early 2020. That was their top 10 films of the decade of the 20 Mm. teens. Because they typically do a like top 10 list every every early spring, like prior to the Oscars. And so this was their end of the decade, like special version of that. And Griffin Newman's top 10 of the decade list includes a lot of like real highbrow artsy stuff the, the moonlights up there grand budapest yeah. hotel an absolute feat in film artistry fast five was his number five of the entire decade 
it and he's ha- like, I would be, be at lying. Five, two, two, <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's like, right I had to put this on here. He's like, I would be lying if I said there were 10 other movies from the past decade that I loved as much as I love Fast Five. Yeah. Yeah. It, it rings true. Indeed. Uh, something else that I have for this podcast today oh. is some Nas. Um, wow. This is an energy drink that I've known. Like it's it's just existed for like as long as I remember. I've never had one. Uh, I, mm. I, I stick to my like monster and Red Bull every now and then, but I've never had Nas and uh, I, I figured, why not? Let's 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 uh, open it up and j- drink it while we are talking about the Fast and the Furious, since they use Nas all the time. So yeah, why not? It is on Which theme. Is something I thought about too. Like I know these cans. I, I I don't know if there is like some kind of business conglomerate behind the scenes that has a connection between the energy j- 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 rink and those like blue canisters of <laughs> Nas, um, or if that's what it actually looks like in real life. But I feel like there's almost a missed opportunity for this energy to be like as big as the movies are. Like, why aren't they pushing this marketing more? They have so many stars that could do all of this. Oh, well. It's just relegated to one on the like bottom shelf. Monster has like all of the rest of it. But here we go. Here's Nas. It's blue. It's a blue flavor. It's more pineapple-y. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, absolutely like pineapple-y. It's very delicious. Yeah, I Too bet I, I don't have a button that has like speed lines that affect. <laughs> I can open up and just be like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> uh, what I did to be on theme is I've got this like sleeveless button up kind of work shirt looking deal, even there though it go. is from Calvin Klein jeans. This Ooh, is the most prestigious item of clothing I own. Right. This is my Toretto chic outfit. It's it's Toretto chic, but yet functional. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Toretto chic. You can wear to work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Cool. Um, let's do a quick plot synopsis of these these three here. And then after that, we can get into spoilers after we do some housekeeping. So like I mentioned, Fast 4 is kind of a soft reboot. We go back to Dom and, and Luddy and his whole family there. And uh, they very early on, uh, Luddy kind of separates herself from the rest of the group uh, and ends up dying. Bum, bum, mm. bum. Um, and so Dom is kind of on a mission to figure out what happened because uh like he 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 went to the road where it happened he sees the skid marks he's kind of piecing it all together in his mind uh but he can't find her is Mm. the thing so he knows something is up like something happened here uh and so that puts him on a trail of a drug lord down in mexico um 
And so they they get the crew to get, get, gather to go run some drugs for this mm-hmm. good guy yeah. in air quotes here to say if they can learn more about him and what happened. Um, and that is kind of the launching point for these next three movies, to be honest, um, is they they end up kind of believing Letty is is dead uh, but it's uh, light spo- spoilers here at the <laughs> end of number four. It's revealed she's not actually dead. Uh, and that launches us into f- five and six. Uh, but also, uh, is it in four? No, it's in number five. That's the very end of five. When, when, we're, when we first get uh, Hobbs is, is what I was about oh, yeah. to say. Yeah, Hobbs comes in in five. He's there for five and six. The Rock, yeah. Um, yeah, and he 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 comes in. He is this like no bullshit cop, uh, just very military uh, personality, uh, and it's the Rock too. So yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, as big as you've ever seen him, truly an intimidating presence on screen. And then in the sixth movie, that guy's like squad of goons is like an even bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, but yeah, he's he's introduced as as the this a- agent of the DSS who it seems like kind of has carte blanche to just do mm-hmm. whatever he wants anywhere, which is bizarre and <laughs> wild. Um, but yeah, he's a character I think at first you don't like. Um, but then mm. you start to like him as these movies progress. And then, yeah, in the sixth one, they kind of step it up even more as instead of taking on like a drug dealer or a street racing gang or something like that, they get pulled into the like a bigger, more global uh, yeah. thing here. And they're taking on this group of like paramilitary trained robbers. Uh, just on a whole nother level, military grade stuff. Um, but but yeah, the the arc of these three is to kind of figure out what happened to Letty and to bring her back into the family here. Do you want to add stuff on to that? What did I miss? Because I kind of glossed over. No, that's a good gloss. That's largely the arc. Uh, I will say that as much as the the stunts and the action of these movies escalate, I think the heart of the film really escalates too. Uh, these yes. movies are very sweet. <laughs> Five and six have got a lot of very touching moments. There's so much sincerity between these characters, how they will just drop everything to go help each other. Like, when Roman's on that jet full of girls and like Dom calls him for something, he's like, I turn the jet around. I go where Dom goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's OK because he gave them all casino coupon <laughs> vouchers. So uh. <laughs> he does what he can. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of about it. I had a blast with these. Yes. Um, they are fantastic. The last thing I will say is uh, the guy that's writing these, Chris Morgan. Um, he 
He stepped in for Tokyo Drift. That was the first one he wrote. Uh, and then he did Fast and the Furious, Fast 5, Fast 6, Fast 7. Uh, and then he did uh, Fast 8. He did Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, and he's not writing the 10th one. And I, he did not write a 9. But he is a producer on the 10th one. But more recently, he is the writer on Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which will be out oh. very soon. So, wow, yeah. he's gotten to write for Helen Mirren twice, there you <laughs> two go. different yeah. franchises. Yeah, he's he's done a number of uh, other things uh, that I recognize to 47 Ronin, uh, the Vatican tapes, the mummy bird or no, he he didn't write the mummy. He was a producer on that as well as bird box. Um, and he came up with a story for the Vatican tapes um, and then read one, which I guess is also out this year. I don't I'm not really f f familiar with that one. But. Oh, not the first red movie retired, extremely dangerous. Also starring uh, Helen Mirren. Right. Based off the comic book. Yeah. Yeah. Helen okay. Mirren, our most action packed dame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and then he he was also a, an executive producer on Fast and the Furious Spy Racers, the animated series, which I didn't know existed until looking this yep. up earlier today. <laughs> About Dom, Dom and Mia's little cousin, Tony Toretto. And he is he <laughs> like a child Tony or is Toretto. he like a teen? Is he no, like is he at like 16 years old and driving a car? Tony because i thought this was like a kid's Toretto, show yeah. but i don't know how much car is in it if it's truly yeah, like i'm eight years old he he he's like old older teen but it almost okay. has this like pixar animated style he like he can drive but it, okay. he's not like he's not like 10 he looks more like he's like 17 <laughs> You know, in the Pokemon world, when you're 10, you can go off on a solo adventure on your own, like across the country <laughs> collecting Pokemon. We're going to get to the point where in the Fast and Furious world, once you're 10, you get your driver's license and just free range God, over the whole world. I would world. love a game like that. You collect different cars instead of monsters. That'd be you, awesome. You collect a family. Yeah. It's not like Charizard. I choose you. It's like you, you get your own Tej. Find the Tej <laughs> in your life. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, well, with that, I think we will take a quick break uh, for some housekeeping. And when we get back, we will dive into all three of these movies and start talking spoilers. So we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, 
Head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. A big shout out once again to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you and appreciate you Thank so much. You. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, on the Pilots Club, Puchinski uh, was the, the thing that we covered uh, for February. And immediately after us recording this, we are recording the Pilots Club for March, which is on csi the original one not csi miami not csi las vegas even though i think this original one takes place yeah. in las vegas anyways um and they, they i guess nowadays they also have csi cyber uh which is something <gasps> that i saw on hulu too but no we are going back to the original uh to t- talk about the pilot of csi should be a lot of fun good blast from the past Mm. so go check that out that's at our three dollar tier uh on patreon cool things that we've been up to here on the whatnots of course uh this past week here on the review show um i was forget what we did but it was the handmaiden uh we did some post valentine's day spice wanted to get some uh some spicy kinky stuff happening uh but if you're not interested in that and you would like a psychological thriller hey you're in luck because the hand (laughs) is a fantastic psychological thriller uh great one i I, that's one of my favorite may movies it's so many things if you want a good twisty like noir story if you want extended detailed sex scenes if you want just beautiful clothes and homes just lavish like sets handmaidens got it all good stuff indeed yeah um then on the captain's log this past week i had been teasing some some secret plans that i did last weekend and i finally got to talk about them i went to go see monster jam I got to go see monster trucks race and do all sorts of tr- of tricks and stuff like that. It was a blast. Uh, so if you want to hear me talk about that as well as Melissa Yeo and I got to catch up on some pop culture news. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, we t- t- talk about all that good stuff over on the captain's log. Uh, and then over on the reactor core, we are still chugging along with our reactions to The Last of Us. Um, we have The Mandalorian coming up real soon at the start of March, mm. but I think we will be letting those pile up. Uh, so maybe once the first three are out there, we'll we'll start doing reactions to those. Uh, and then at the end of March into the, that next month, uh, Yellow Jackets is what we will be up to there. I'm super excited about that. I need to start my rewatch of mm-hmm. season one Yeah, uh, on that. I still have all close. of my notes from when you and I watched it last year. I have all my notes. Um, oh, my God. I'm you stoked. went deep on this. You went full I red did. string on Yellow Jackets. I sure did. I love that show. Uh, but I also have some trailer reactions for you to check out. Uh, not all, only do we have a reaction to Tetris, uh, which looked incredible, but if you want some more Fast and the Furious, we have a trailer reaction to Fast 10. Fast X, I 
guess is what they're calling it. I don't know. Uh, but yes, we have a trailer reaction to that one as well that you can go check out. But there you go. I think that's about it for housekeeping. Let's get into spoilers for The Fast and the Furious 4 through 6. Man, there we go. Uh, Melissa, where do you want to start? Uh, let's let's go through a little bit of Fast 4 before we get to the big meat in Fast 5. Sure, sure. Uh, in Fast 4, I enjoyed that tunnel chase set piece. I love that that one feels like a ride. It feels like you're on like the mine car ride at Silver Dollar <laughs> City or something like right, that. Yeah. I like the dark ride vibes of that. The race where they have to follow a preset GPS track is new. They haven't needed mm -hmm. to do that before. When they're racing, it's just sort of an arbitrary end of race point. They usually don't have like, there's a specific destination we must reach. We have to get to the building, however we however we can figure it out, however we can drive that way. Yeah. So I like that they're still finding new things, uh, new things beyond just like the big end of movie stunt pieces. But like the little races, all the little action bits you get along the way, they're always freshening those up. I really like that about the franchise. When did Fast 4 come out? When was this? In 2009. So mm. this is like right at the start, like early days of social media, uh, at least after like the MySpace era uh, and stuff like that. I think Twitter first came out in 2009 yeah. but also like that i i remember that being a time of like gps's was like the like a big get like you could get yes. someone a garmin right a garmin yeah. gps <laughs> uh, my parents still call every like standalone thing. gps unit a garmin like yeah. the, the, the yeah. brand name is just the name of the item to them Right. Exactly. The same thing that our parents always do with like video game systems. It's always a Nintendo. Right. It just <laughs> doesn't matter what it is. Hey, you have the new Nintendo. It's like, no, this is an Xbox, mom. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that was the, the big thing. So I, I think in that one where they have the like real high tech GPS that like lead, leads them through this. Heady, I think that fits that fits the like. Time yeah period there which is uh interesting because that was my first question with this film mm. like i said at the start for the first like 20 minutes of this i was confused about when this was taking place because the end of tokyo J -J 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 rift han dies and famously and here's han in this but then i like i i for some, like there were certain things that the characters were saying that it made me think, OK, this is taking place after everything we've already seen. But Han's here. So how is Han here? And then he's like, oh, this he hasn't gone to Tokyo yet. So it's either like taking place like just before it. But then they kept doing the thing in all three movies of Han is yes. still there. And he's like, ah didn't make it to tokyo yet but one day right and i was just like Wait, yeah what? i <laughs> what is happening i was here? <laughs> able to follow that but i think that was something i did know that fast uh, from the furious three tokyo drift was a future movie based on the strength and love for han alone 
they made yes. they completely broke the timeline just to get Han in all these movies, which frankly is worth it. Han's yes, one of absolutely. the best. Absolutely. Han is great. Uh, and yeah, the, the, after, after those first like 15 to 20 minutes, I figured it out. And the, the next two was just like, oh, OK. So, yeah, these all take place before Tokyo Drift, um, which then is an interesting thing to see, like, OK, what cars do they have there? Do those fit like do they not have any cars like they obviously can't have cars past the date of the <laughs> movie? So that's an interesting detail in that one. But who knows? Um, but I, I so I like the idea of that tunnel chase uh, mm-hmm. scene. My issue with that, though, is that they did it twice. They, they go in and then they go back out the opposite way. And I think it would have hit more for me if the first time they're doing it, they're going slow. They have to like figure it out because it's dark they need to like there's all sorts of different tunnels left and right all that stuff and they need to memorize like what one is the right way so that in the second time when they have to go fast like they just they need to know that 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 stuff right Mm -hmm. but they went fast both time so like it just felt like i've already seen this and the the ridiculous thing in that though is that even though like especially in the first time you see it those tunnels are so small they can barely fit those cars in here but on the second time all of a sudden there's big giant crashes and cars are flipping over they're side by side it's like this isn't the same they can't fit that many cars in this tunnel. There wasn't room on the yeah. first time. So you, you kind of have to suspend your belief uh, in, in, in that. I, but still, like, I, I, I had like any... the confined <laughs> space, though. I haven't had any disbelief since movie one. Like this or like it's, it's since it's two. All at real. Least. The, I got to say, like, I, I still really like two. Like two is so vivid and colorful it's such an oddity in the franchise i think even when i get to the end of it i'm still going to be pretty fond of two yeah i i I still really like that one too i i Mm -hmm. I think it's a solid film for sure um but yeah let me see what else i have here in my notes for fast and the furious uh so yeah we get the the rapper of the month stuff continues um it's the two Hispanic characters. Oh. They are. I, I don't know exactly where they're from, if, if they're from Mexico or somewhere else in South America. Um, but yeah, yeah, they are like uh, hip hop and reggaeton oh, stars okay. from 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 back then. I'm not familiar with them, though. Um, I When I saw them on screen, I did get the sense of these two must be like. A, a a known pair like this is a pair of comedians or something like these two have acted together before in another context and that's the novelty of getting them both here in fast and furious yeah uh i noticed that brian continues to be on the wrong side of the cars throughout all of these so i think my suspicion is confirmed and i Especially when they in the later movies, when they start arguing about his 
hit and which car he will take. He's like, no, he wants the skyline, the Nissan skyline, uh, which, yeah, is an import. He he just likes Japanese cars, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, suspicion confirmed Um, this. So the the fourth one specifically felt like. This was the gritty crime reboot of the series, which I I I don't think they they don't necessarily continue that in five and six exactly um, because they get so much into the like wild action that they 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 do what this one had a like I, I think in that like back to basics feeling that this one has they go well brian did start out as a cop so we need to like see him back like working with the fbi mm. and all the, that, 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 that stuff and yeah it just it felt like a crime movie in a yeah. weird way they 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 do that um thing you say it a lot in noir movies where they put the light like only on the yeah. eyes of of the and it's so easy for them to do that in a car because they can just sh- shine a light on the rear view mirror and it, it's like right on their their eyes there but that is a like lighting technique it's 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 a a, a thing that you see a lot in like crime noir movies for mm-hmm. a dramatic effect and i liked that um Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it necessarily makes that big of a deal in this movie. Like it's not there's no like real meaning behind it. Yeah, really. I don't think. But I noticed that. And then they don't. Good. Do I didn't pick up again. on that. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I just thought like it's it's interesting that you go from. So this is also like we're in the the heck of it with uh J- justin lynn that, that that's the guy that's yeah. directing these right um, yeah i think uh tokyo and and all these three so far have been justin lynn pictures correct yeah and i i, I think what's interesting about these is that each one is kind of a different style or a different type yeah. of movie, except for five and six, which kind of read as one package to mm. me. But yeah, Tokyo Jarift is more of that like Yakuza style crime yeah. movie. Uh, and then Fast and Furious is it's more of like a modern day crime film, but it read to me a lot of like. I, I like my 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 dad worked for a g- 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 government a- agency, so he had all of these like c- crime books on his shelf. He had like oh. Blowfish and Sore, I, I think is one. I don't remember all of it, but like the, the, all, all of these ones that I remember. Oh, they eventually made like movies based off of the, these here. And it just it reads to me like those kind of films, if that makes sense. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it like it was good, good, good. It was co- competent. Um, yeah, it was just not my favorite of the bunch. Yeah, I, and like I said, I think hearing from friends of the franchise that this one like doesn't work for them quite as well as other films kind of planted a seed in my head 
you know, maybe if nobody would have told me that I would have been a bit more engaged with this film. But I still I, I do like the we're bringing the gang back together, sort of back to basics approach. I Letty's really out of that movie early. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like Letty a lot. I wish there was more of her. Like she's out of the movie early in four. She's not in five at all. Like her presence is missed. Uh, even when there are so many other things going on. But I I do like the well, emotional you, cores you know at all of these she's movies. Probably not in these movies. Lost. Lost. Yeah, she's <laughs> probably <laughs> over there like filming some extra scenes for Lost or or something else. Because uh, that was like Maybe. right around that time. We got the final well, season um, in like 09, right? Oh, Ish. oh, yeah. That might have been when she was. Yeah. Season six. Yeah. That might right be around it. That same yeah. time. I didn't yeah. think about that. So I'm like, wait, like she should premiered in season two when season two was back in like 2005. But right. Season six. She um, did some extra like the, those like side timelines. Yeah. The stuff, flash sideways. Scenes there. Yeah. And haunting mm. her, her, her Hurley and all of his visions. <laughs> so, good Gotta go do that. a Hurley haunt. Can't be in Fast Five. I, I like the emotional cores of these movies. I, I, I'm i not like a special... Like, there's nothing that got me really into, like, the Brian and Mia romance. But I like that it is there. I like that it is a romance. Like, these are movies that are always filled with ma- mm-hmm. way more sincere deep romantic love than it is like horniness like there's like the street races is where all the horniness comes in like you just see like bikini right you (laughs) see bikini babes wandering around nobody's wearing full pants or a full shirt anywhere they go but like within the individual relationships it's not like it it's rarely like i think that girl is hot it's more of I, I, I'm truly like soulfully attracted to this well, person. Like that's the starting point for all the relationships we have. What's interesting is like he also has the awkwardness of Dom just being right there. Like the, the older <laughs> brother that will beat you up, right? Like if you do anything yeah. wrong, you you get a little too handsy, and it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. Mm. <laughs> Which they could fight. I, I like I I am willing to bet Dom would win that every single time just because oh of how God, big yes. he, he is. But Brian also has the like cop training to do all that but but still it's it just that like awkward thing of like your older brother is right there <laughs> like Dom's, i want to be a part dom of the would family grab brian dom would grab brian by the shirt and brian would just wriggle out of his way too big shirt like it's so <laughs> funny like dom's shirt's always too small brian's shirt's always too big got that tall titty yeah um the Last thing that I want to say, it it kind of mirrors what we've already been saying. But yeah, in this back to basics mode, I feel like it is almost a response from the like backlash mm-hmm. that there was against Tokyo Rift because people didn't like that one at the time. And just like, all right, well, if we go back to. Dom and his crew is is that going to be good? Are you guys going to like that? But you guys also really liked Han, so 
put Han in there too, <laughs> too right? Best of both worlds. And I think it worked. Like, yeah. It, it did an, enough to, I think, kind of alleviate people's, like, uh oh, this franchise might be going in a weird direction. Uh, which I think, again, I am a Tokyo Jarift apologist. I think that one is actually fantastic. I, I still uh, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think in hindsight, that one holds up a lot better than we think. Um, but yeah, it, I, I think they made the right moves with this, even though I am. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Here's something else that I noticed with this. What I liked about Tokyo Drift or one of the things was that it went to a different country it went to a different location right we've yeah. gone to atlanta we've gone to los angeles now we've gone down to the mexican border we've been out to japan and then five goes down to uh to brazil uh and six was like out in spain uh so yeah we, like we've, we've gone to all of these different things and that's what i liked i wanted yeah. to get out of the like Typical U.S. town, like, don't put me in New York mm -hmm. in the next one. Don't put me back in Atlanta. Like, take me to, like, the car culture somewhere else. Um, and do we kind of get that globe trotting thing still, uh, despite it going, like, back to basics and back to the original characters yeah. and stuff like that. So I think they made a good, good choice. Mm hmm. Yeah, the it's nice to have all of pretty much all of Fast Five set in Brazil, in Rio. Yeah. I, and I, you get to meet new characters there. You you get to see the the, the peaceful lives people are trying to live to live. You know, mm -hmm. like just dumb somewhere, just working on cars. Brian and Mia have this cute relationship. They're going to have a baby. Like there's nothing really specific about their relationship. I like, I just like that. It's there and that it is very wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fast five. Let's get into fast five here. I, my, my first note is immediately off to a great start. This yeah. train scene, I I, yeah. I I think is fantastic. Um, that the like off the cliff jump that they do is spectacular. That was like it, it. And oddly enough, that is one of the bigger stunts that they do in that movie. Um, I I looked it up. They they did composite that shot together with a few different things. Uh, they did shoot an actual car off of uh, uh off of the the cliff with like a wind ca cannon um, thing. But to have uh O'Connor and Toretto like right there in there, that's all like mixed in some somehow. Um, but yeah, that, that stunt I think is fantastic. I, it has the same effect. To me as the uh I, th I think it was the shibuya crossing right there in tokyo right yeah. when they do the thing and it's silent like when they go off yes. of that cliff just silent for like 15 seconds and it's just like you like feel your stomach like yes. coming up and you're just like oh 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 no crash right that's um, that's one of my favorite things about five is that it does find these moments of 
of stillness or like of silence. Like there's a shot where they're trying to like break the the car out of the train or whatever. And it's Brian and Mia standing inside the train and we're seeing the camera, the cameras like behind them. We're looking at their backs as they look out at somebody like burning a hole in the side of the train car. And Mm -hmm. it's just like quiet and dark. And then this like burning line like draws a big circle in front of them. And they're both just standing there so calmly like they know their team has got this. It's a really small, like really lovely moment. And then, yeah, there's like a train, uh, like a, a car jumps off of a or like there's some jump. And you just see like Tom and Brian just tumbling through the air in front of this blue, blue water and sky just quietly. Like it, I love those little like Zen moments throughout this like action ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like that is something that I'm always an advocate for here on this show. Sometimes you'll hear me say stuff like it's just nonstop and they, they do X, yeah. Y, and Z, but they don't stop and just let yeah. the characters breathe and let them have these smaller mm. moments and and yeah i think seeing their home life seeing like oh brian's now about to have a kid with mia like that's really neat uh like all the, that stuff i think helps to b- build up not only the characters themselves but your attachment to the, these characters um so that yeah when stuff happens to them down the road you're either super excited or you're scared right of 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 them being put in in danger um but 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 yeah i i thought this one was off to a great start uh my next note here is that i don't like hobbs and then auto correct messed up my next line so i i don't know what i meant to say with this next thing but my next line says mutualizing people left and right i i i don't know what that is <laughs> supposed to mean um, that seems like just, another rock action movie the mutualizer <laughs> um yeah like i i when we first meet him when we first meet hobbs hmm. he just immediately rubs me the wrong wrong way i was like oh i do not like him all because he he comes off as like it's dominant to the force of uh, to, to the point of just being disrespectful like he's forceful yeah. he's he is that like manly man macho like i like cars and guns do this do that get me a translator and then he like immediately wants to fuck the translator and it's just, just like, wait, what? What is happening? He, I don't like this. Well, well I uh, think he like he he's got like a, a collection of files of like, here's all the different translators yes. and each of them includes a headshot. And he's like, oh, I like the photo. But I, nice beyond smile. that, it didn't feel like they really had that much like. <laughs> I don't know if he did want to sleep with her beyond like, it's I, nice yeah, to have I'm, somebody pretty around. I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but that is the thing. Like he, at least in that first scene, the only yeah. reason he picks her is yeah, because she's hot. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, really? Like that's the, the introduction to this character. But I think that's kind of a good thing in this instance, yeah. beca- because he is kind of the antagonist in 
this mm-hmm. Maui. And we learn later on that he, he actually did his due diligence. He did the research. He did the homework. He's not just picking her because she's hot. Like there yeah. is a specific reason why he wants her. Uh, yes. In 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 his team. And I think that that helped a long way of like, oh, he's not as like, I like guns and bullets as I think he is. Right. Like he still likes that. But like, yeah, he has, he has some smarts. Here. He's smart. Yeah. yeah. I, I I like Hobbs and that he is a very different energy from anybody else we've met so far. Good guys or bad guys. Like we've seen so many like sleazy drug dealers. And now we have this like giant, like living action figure of a man with like perfect posture and like perfect haircut. Like he is so militaristic in just the precision and how he carries himself and how he moves. And it, (laughs) yeah, he isn't, he's so like, blunt with everybody even with his team not just with the criminals but there's that one guy on his team who always seems exasperated whenever he gives him a command it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like uh, you want to we're gonna be up so late like what right Come that on, guy <laughs> i like that guy a lot i felt for him we've already looked six times god <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I, he they they make him unlikable in a way that i like and yeah they they make him like as these movies continue i start to like him more not not because i like his personality or stuff but i i think there's a respect there that he starts to have for dom and his family and his code right and and just the the way that he's able to get results and i think he can see that and be like hey i respect you because of this um and you you aren't out out there like actually trying to rob people anymore like you actually want to stop and quit and like get out of this um which is a good thing so maybe down the road i can work with you and hire you and do stuff like that yeah any i I like him because of that yeah and our main cast, the longer I watch these movies, like they really are nice people. Like they're they're likable people, you know, like I wouldn't I love James Bond movies. I don't know if I'd hang out with James Bond all the time. But sure, with these yeah. people, I might know nothing about cars. Maybe we'd have nothing to talk about. But like if I went to the gas station and like any one of these characters is just on the other side of the pump from me, we could have like three minutes of perfectly pleasant small talk, <laughs> yeah. which is a weird metric to look at a movie through. But like <laughs> these are they're just kind, very loving, very supportive people when they are robbing banks and like double crossing drug dealers and things. Yes. Sounds fun. And there's <laughs> sign me. Yeah, up. <laughs> there's just there's just nice moments like when like uh, when Mia says she's pregnant, like Dom looks so sincerely happy for the two of them. Like it's really touching. I I, I like the the bond he forms with I like the, how he respects uh, Elena and like what she's been through. I like that relationship. Uh, and and again, I like that after he's lost Letty, you see that he really loved Letty 
Mm -hmm. As he's coming to terms with her loss, he's looking for somebody else to love, not somebody else to sleep with. Right. Yeah. Like there's always more love than there is horniness in these movies. Um, He has that like deep understanding with Elena to like, hey, I I know what you've been through because I've been through this. Yeah. and then so. and th- I love I love the scene where like they call in the whole team and here's like here's Tej, here's Roman, here's Han, here's Giselle, here's uh, those, those two guys from Mexico or wherever. I yeah. think they're in I think they're driving through Mexico when we first meet them. So I thought they were from Mexico, but I realize I don't know for sure. Because they, they were in. Yeah, they we first see them in that train yeah heist at the start of four, four but yeah they're mostly speaking sp- spanish uh and like in a weird way just don't seem a part of the family like the rest of them do uh there's more distant cousins of this family sure they're still yeah. family <laughs> um so the, yeah i i with me being confused about where the fourth one was positioned in the timeline i since i hadn't seen the rest of them yet when five just started and han was still here i, I was like he has to be a, a clone how is he here like what, <laughs> what is what is happening uh not the case this, uh, this is twin <laughs> right? his twin who's also very good at driving He's he's a, he's an octuplet, right? And he just has like <laughs> so many Hans. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, once again, I did figure it out. They all take place before. I get it. I get it. Uh, but that is my my notes here. I'm like, how is Hans still here with three question marks? Clones? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but then one of my favorite scenes here in five is when they're they're trying to to uh like get all of the stuff for their their plan they're trying to figure out how can they get this vault uh they can't get past that one security camera fast enough it's almost like we need to be invisible you know what would be invisible in a police car parking lot police cars so they steal a bunch of police cars and the first thing they do with them is street race as if like no one is going to notice that those c- yeah. cars were stolen or, or, or that there's a big giant street race ha- happening with it. Like it just, <laughs> it just seems like, what are you guys doing? Like, you, like all alarms should be going off. Everyone should be looking at you. Like it just feels like, how do you guys not get caught with this? Like this just see like, i don't know whatever (laughs) i I do like the conceit of we have to get in and out before the security camera like reloops itself like we yeah like they only have like a 90 second window or something and like tej can't hack his way around it so i love all of them everybody on the team practicing to see who can drive that route the fastest and I do really appreciate that that at the end, they're like, nobody can drive that fast. That is physically impossible in a world of all these preposterous things that are happen. I they're happening. I do like that. There's one grounded example of, you know what? We can't do that. We can't drive fast enough. 
So what else can we do? We have to steal the cars that are going to blend in and they never know it's an outsider. Yeah, (laughs) but they make the largest racket stealing them. Right. (laughs) And then you you have that very you have that very grounded thing. And then like half an hour later, poop bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so dumb. Like the, the the one thing I do wish with that scene had happened is, is you know maybe they give it to Dom to tr- 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 try it in his muscle car. Maybe he can't j- j- yo it. Um, maybe Brian gets closer because he has like a nimbler uh, Japanese yeah. car. I really wish Han like would have just gone in there and shown him up with the drifting and like cut multiple seconds off of the time and just been like holy shit he could do it he's almost about and just like just all like almost but he just like nope just cannot get it that fast like i still would have liked to see some like skill bait like here like you guys don't know about drifting I'm assuming that they actually do know about all of that stuff, but still, just, right? Just like I, feel, I feel like he's he's the master at that one skill. Well, he at hasn't gone yet. He hasn't that, been to that Japan. Mean, that doesn't mean he doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> he had a life before. <laughs> he this. was born with drifting knowledge. He's the one that was foretold in the he prophecy. He really adopted it. Yeah, I was born in the drift. <laughs> I was born in the drift. <laughs> <laughs> I also I love that his relationship with Giselle is uh, that one's a little hornier, but it's less of wow, how hot is this girl, and more of how hot is this girl's driving skills. <laughs> He's horny <laughs> for the driving skills. I, I mean, and I do know from in Tokyo Rift, Han is in it for the ladies. That's what absolutely still an excellent scene. I I love the scene where the two of them have to go and like scope out the like crime boss because they have to figure out how to get like his handprint on something because mm-hmm. they, they don't know how to fake the handprint to like open a vault or whatever. And before Giselle actually goes in and gets it by having the guy like sitting on his lap and just having him rub her butt. And so they've got a handprint on like a bikini bottom. I a love her and Han. Slap that ass. Yeah, <laughs> I was expecting a full slap. It's more of like a rub, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, I love the conversation the two of them have where Han's like, oh, the way you like, you have this certain gun and the way you handle it, like you were in this army. Like they kind of read each other. And I love when she looks at him like, the way you keep snacking, you, you're trying to quit smoking, right? Like you quit smoking trying and you needed another tick to replace it mouth, with. Yeah. So now you're constantly eating like corn nuts or whatever. <laughs> I like that because it's like, oh, I never thought about that. I never really yeah, realized yeah. that's why he's snacking so much. I thought it was just funny. It's whenever it's, anybody snack, snack funny. It's it's interesting because it's a detail I don't necessarily need about Han to understand him or like him more, <laughs> but it's a detail revealed in a way that, yeah, these these two characters are like. Yeah. sizing each other up slash yes. getting to know one another be like i kind of like you you're interesting 
Like you have some yeah. military background, but you don't read as military, but this, but that, mm. right? And she's just like, yeah, you're quitting smoking because I can see like you like need to constantly have something to do with your fingers or your mouth mm. or something, right? So yeah, it is like their way of getting to know one another, which is interesting. Yeah, I like learning about the characters and I like learning that other characters want to learn about other characters. Like not just me, the audience member is curious. The characters want to get to know each other better. I also really like that scene where Brian asks Dom, what do you remember about your father? And Dom's like, mm. oh, I remember lots of things. I remember what he showed me about cars. I remember how he went to church every Sunday. He would have a big barbecue and anybody could come as long as they also went to church. And Brian's like, I don't remember my dad. I don't remember him smiling. I don't remember him yelling. I just don't remember anything about him. I'm scared I won't know how to be a dad. Like, that's a very... Yeah touching introspective vulnerable moment between those two yeah i i also like that it's not just like this big chunky decorative like stylistic cross dom wears that there is some sort of religious background to the family and i appreciate when that's not part of the plot not part of like the themes or the message of the movie. It's just part of one character's like private life that they're like, I grew up going to church. I still am a faithful person. I would go to church if I wasn't, you know, stealing safes and whatever. There's like some great thing that happens. Like they, they're able to get through some scrape or something later on in the movie. And Dom like looks up like to God, like, Hey, thanks for having my back. And I found that like weirdly touching. I like when we get, like little bits of just a character's like private faithful life in a movie that is not at all like about faith in any way. Yeah. Like there's something about it that does make it feel very grounded and relatable. For sure. For sure. Uh, we have to talk about the, so we, we mentioned the heist a little bit. Yeah. They're trying to steal this vault or get all the gold out. And yeah, their, their idea is like, let's just take the vault period. Like, let's just rip it out of the wall and we'll drag it around this heady. Incredible. Um, yeah. Wild scene here. My my note is, is this physics no longer exist. The vault should fuck <laughs> them up. But like that, the, like that, like those two cars with all that g -g 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 gold inside yes. it. There's no way that they should be able to drag that with all the g -g gold inside i think it's cash and isn't it cash money i don't know if it's gold it might be cash at first i i i don't know why i'm thinking gold in that's very scrooge mcduck that. i you know what <laughs> why not uh, but still just like i it it feels like it should either be too heavy or yeah. as it spins out to the side when they turn, it should get stuck on something, right? Oh, like yeah. It rips through that whole building. Really? Like, I, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, you're I, right. I mean, I and that it doesn't like, get like, stuck initial, on anything. Yeah. Like, I could see it, like, smashing in the initial wall and knocking mm. out, like, a pillar or two, or two but mm. it doesn't get stuck on anything. They stole some of Hobbs' baby oil, rubbed down the whole safe. There's no <laughs> friction. Just it all up. 
um yeah i i don't know but like i i I think eventually when you find out that they did switch the vault out mid like run in in this thing i think that's a nice touch and that makes a little more sense that oh through half of this it was empty that's how they were Mm -hmm. able to pull it uh and it would be light enough for them to drag um Mm-hmm. but yeah like that that scene here at the end as they are dragging this this giant vault is fantastic cars are getting <sighs> smashed left and right i was just like this is awesome <laughs> like this is great and this uh, is jason momoa's origin story right in the fast x trailer he's like the son of this crime lord who like saw them take know, down his actually. dad and like enact all this chaos on his city i think that's what i remember seeing in the trailer was like the footage of like the the safe being ripped out from this movie i yeah i don't yeah somehow has an affiliation with that drug lord or is related or I think it's his, i think it's his dad yeah something something um i'm not actually sure but that would be interesting interesting stuff Mm -hmm. because that that is like the the, with the whole like marvel dc rivalry in (laughs) in both (laughs) comics and the movies but in the movies specifically at one point the the discourse was like oh well uh you you, you know batman and superman they're just out there killing people left and right like that like they have no regard for all of the that stuff and then, you know, they're like, oh, well, the Avengers, as you can see in Age of mm. Ultron, <laughs> like they're, they're exhibit one a Age of Ultron. Yeah, left and, and right. Um, and I like that as this franchise is also growing and starting to to be on not as the, the same level, but it, it is starting to build yeah. out its own world. Right. They are starting to have to deal with these consequences of not only the heist that they do, but all of the destruction. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I, li- I like that. Like, I, I like that. It's not just an action movie for action movies sake and all these cars get smashed up and we just don't check in with these other people. Like, I, mm-hmm. especially with these big international heists like you would think there'd maybe be a little bit more of a public outcry uh for justice or or something like who who were the people that did this can we sue the city the state country can we who like what 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 can we do here um and yeah if if uh jason momoa's character is like this the son yeah of of this guy I I think that's a, a neat touch. So I also want to mention this is just a fact I've never heard before in other crime movies, and I thought it was interesting that that guy has so much money. It's such a waste of time for him to count all the individual bills, so he just calculates his wealth by weighing all these stacks of cash. Yep, that's probably a much quicker way to count it all. Yeah, just um, a nice detail. I don't know, I like that, even though like this is. All these crime guys are pretty interchangeable. If you gave me a lineup of like faces and names and you're like, okay, match the face to the name to the movie. I don't think I could do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> like they all feel sort of anonymous, but I did like that one detail. Like I've never heard that in like another crime movie before. And I liked that attention to the matter sure. of just, okay, logistically, how would a guy this rich, like handle all of the riches? How do we get at him? Oh, let's attack one of his like counting stations, one of his way stations. He's going to get scared, put all of his money into a safe. We just steal that safe. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. Last thing I have to say on Fast Five is we got another ridiculous line in this movie. Um, this one coming from Roman at the end here uh, when they're, they're smashing things and he, he hits something, I think, with this safe or who, who knows what. Yeah. Uh, and, and it just yeah, 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 yells out. Now that's big boy stuff. The biggest boy, the most mature, <laughs> right? <laughs> now that's big boy stuff. God, yeah, I, yeah. Like I just, I just, I just thought it was a ridiculous line. I was like, what? This is so stupid. <laughs> I love the end caps on this movie of what everybody is doing with their various riches. Like you see, like Brian and me, I just have a cute beach house. You know, Dom's still with Elena. I like that she kind of like mm-hmm. she's not just like a one and done sexual chemistry thing. Like they have a relationship. She's still there. She persists. And, uh, I love to see Han making out with Giselle while driving like a hundred miles an hour on the Audubon, not looking at the road. Yep. Yep. And good for you, Han. (laughs) And like Roman rolling up to Tej's garage, which is a, I thought he already had a garage in Too Fast, Too Furious. What's with this dream that now he, he wants to open a garage? I think he just okay. worked there at that one. Okay. own it, I think. What I don't know. And now he's opened a garage that, like, doesn't look as cool as the one in Too Fast, Too Furious, because everything in Too Fast, Too Furious is, like, candy-colored and neon. And now yep. this one just looks regular. I'm like, well, now I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> but I like that Roman rolls up there with this, like, fly car and fly honey and he's like this is the only one of these cars in the western hemisphere and then Tej is like I also have one of those and I've got three honeys (laughs) and I like that even though those two will like bicker and make fun of each other like on their own time they are choosing to hang out with each other I like to see that they're not just co-workers they truly are it's not that everybody is family to like Dom and Brian like they are family to each other they will hang out on their own separate of our main protagonists yeah absolutely I liked that one a lot fast five was very very good let's get on to fast and furious six mm-hmm this one, I, 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 like I mentioned before, yeah, it just it feels like a continuation of five, mm-hmm. which I think is a good thing. But also, this one didn't really feel distinct. Um, yeah, to be honest, like I, as I was taking notes, I didn't really take notes on most of the movie until the second half. Um, because I was just mm-hmm. like, all right, it's kind of more of the same kind of boring stuff and then yeah that's that second half hits and it's just like oh oh whoa holy shit <laughs> this is fun this is amazing this is intense this is mm-hmm. great um the the first thing that i want to bring up here is that man I, this 
series is just unfortunately plagued by problematic women. Uh, a number of the actresses in the Fast and Furious franchise all have stuff about them issues and uh, things. It's just kind of wild to see that they keep getting those actors whether they knew it or not that they were problematic or that stuff maybe hadn't come out at the time yet mm. but j just with that knowledge now it's just like oh man you got three of them here <laughs> wow okay <laughs> um but uh yeah like I, I i i think what i did like about this movie um is that it is it is that step up from the like smaller drug stuff, which still can have an international feeling to it. Right. Uh, but it is now like, OK, now you're dealing with people who have all kinds of like military grade yeah. stuff. This is the big leagues. This is now what we saw in that Fast 10 trailer. Like now we understand like how it got to that bit there it's like okay you've now been hired up uh in into this next bit it's not that you had some like personal beef with the, the, this the, this this thing but like you've been brought up into the big leagues now which is neat yeah yeah this movie is an <clears throat> like the safe stunt in fast five is so like cartoonish but it's still in the same setting and context that the previous movies have been in of like we're just trying to screw over like a city's drug dealer you know a mm -hmm. city's crime boss and now we are like somebody has come back from the dead with amnesia and you're dealing with like military groups now they are on a, a larger scale of the context of what it is they're doing not just what they are doing in that situation yeah exactly exactly um yeah I, I i think what's interesting also in like the meta of these movies i think it was around this time in this movie and after when they start to make this seventh one that uh there's some some issues between the actors and stuff i i remember there being a lot of drama be be mm -hmm. between them and i think that's eventually how we get one of the spinoffs of Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. Shaw of like, mm. well, the, the, the rock is the rock. He, he wants to be more involved and more of a star, but it's also Vin Diesel's kind of movies. He's one of the executive producers, but they had stuff in their con char acts where like the rock couldn't be hit in the face more than like three or four times or some ridiculous. And he needs to be made to like, look like he wins the heights at all times or stuff like that. And so that's why they tr tr try and make him a little bit more of a protagonist in this mm. one and more of like, but he's a good guy and he has, he has this respect for uh, Toretto and his whole family and stuff. And mm -hmm. some of it, worked uh and there's the one, one there's one scene in six where just the 
the staging of this of this scene is just the most ridiculous. It's like right yes, at the end. The one at when, the end. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. You know, when it's like Big Vin, Big Rock, Big Vin, Big Rock. Right? <laughs> it looks like those behind the scenes shots, like the behind the scenes documentaries about how they made Lord of the Rings with the Force perspective to make Gandalf, yes, he <laughs> and McKellen look bigger than Elijah Wood. Yeah. It's like we're gonna stand next to parallel, but not facing each other not looking at each other at all just intensely whispering at each other one we're gonna get one shot where you look big in the foreground and i'm small and then the next shot i look look big big. yeah like there's that kind of ridiculousness uh i remember tyrese had some issues i don't remember if it was money or if it was uh like with a specific actor i feel like it was with a specific actor like hey if this guy is involved again i don't want to be involved there was just a lot of drama uh in Mm -hmm. in the production i think starting around this time um i i I don't really know whatever became of that or how they resolved it if they did but i'm glad that at least when we did our reaction to fast 10 like we still get to see uh them all all back and they're all around all around here um because yeah i i i like all of these characters um i i I just i want to see them do more stuff together so yeah good stuff with that um yeah i i i just have like yeah they are hired to take on pmc types um it feels like a continuation and then my first note where i like actually started to take notes was like Okay, the tank made it tense. Like this is awesome. Yeah. I like this. The, the the tank scene was fantastic. Uh, That's a brutal one. The tank's just straight going over, just like eating pedestrians, just like everyday yes. civilian cars. Like a soda and some kid. of them, you do yeah, see the people oh, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Some of them, you do see the people like see it coming and they scream and they run out of their car, but so not all of them. Yep. They just dead. They just straight That's up it. pulverized several citizens. Yeah. Wild. Um, but I like what I do appreciate about this one is the focus on Letty, who yes. now we can see her again in the flesh. We know that she is alive, but yeah, there is this amnesia that she is having mm-hmm. to deal with. And so there is a face to face moment between her and Dom and she shoots Dom like right in the shoulder. Uh, and I like I, I read that scene as she still kind of like subconsciously remembered because I mm. mean, he, he's just standing there and obviously like not far enough away that she would be that bad of a shot like she could have shot him like yeah right in the head or at least like two or three times in the chest but she shot shot shot, shot him once in the shoulder and then she like when she gets back in her car she kind of hesitates of like do i do more no okay let's get back in in and like there is this just ever so slight hesitation and I think between that and seeing how Shaw, who now we have an introduction to mm-hmm. Shaw, uh, which I'll 
there's a little caveat on that about something I'm also very confused about. Um, but we, we like seeing how j- just kind of cold he, he is that like, no, my, like the, my team is like a car. You're, you're just parts. Like that's all mm-hmm. you are. And if one of you dies or gets hit or stuff like that, I can just replace the part. Uh, like that's it. Uh, and Laddie, like on her own, is is just like, well, that's like that's not a good philosophy to <laughs> have. Uh, and so, yeah. Then as she starts to learn a little bit more about Dom and his t- team, and that she used to be a part of that, and that it for them it's more of a family like they actually trust one another they want to save one another and take care of each other she wants that like that is something she desires um and i i I like that about her and her character too because that's kind of how all of this got started right is that she wanted to pull dom out and she she went to to brian to be like what can i do to clear his name so that we don't have to deal with this and then mm-hmm. that's how she went undercover with the one dude and yeah. then fake the debt like all the, the, the that stuff and so yeah she like she really just wants to have a family and be a like live this peaceful life here or if if not peaceful at least be with mm. no matter what right yeah Um, so i i appreciated that bit there yeah i the scene where like he tells her what all of her scars are is it's a little corny but it is effective the scene where he like leaps in the air to catch her that was my next note tank chase or whatever ridiculous but again like the the romance in these movies is also like cranked up to 10. It's yeah. like the highest octane stuntiest romance you could have also. It's it's I, taking the idea <laughs> of the grand gesture, right? To like yeah. ask, ask someone out and just putting that in an action film here. It's like, what if I jumped <laughs> out of a car across a bridge to catch you midair and land safely on the other side. Would you go out with right. me then? <laughs> right. <laughs> Would, do you like me? Check yes or no. <laughs> right. This is way above holding a boombox over your head. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I do like that their romance is like at the forefront here. And I like that Elena like very graciously, respectfully like understands the situation and steps back. And like she's got this really nice scene with Letty at the end where Letty's like, Hey, thank you for being there for Dom when I know he needed somebody. And Elena's like, he's a great guy. I'm happy for you two. You'll be happy together. I've got, you know, my family is the law enforcement I work with. I'm going back to what my career used to be. Like they they both really like peacefully come to terms with each other. There's never any like jealousy or fighting. Everybody's yeah. very respectful about this whole weird my girlfriend's back from the dead situation. Yeah, that's that's always an awkward one. I I I do I do have to go back back to that midair catch though, because this was my next <laughs> move, and and it 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 was dot dot dot, and Dom should be paralyzed, like the, like the, just yeah. like man the with the the amount of force 
that he landed on that car. He shouldn't be able to walk at all. Like, this is another ridiculous thing that these movies do. It's not just the stunts, but it's as if the stunts don't happen to the people, right? There is not <laughs> any yeah. kind of, like, physical, like, oh, my, my arm is hurt. And I'm telling, like, he just yes. got shot the day before, right? Like, Right. If he gets shot, all he has is, like, a cool scene where he very, like, painlessly pulls a bullet out of his own chest. And then it's like, now we have the bullet as evidence. We'll trace back the bullet. Don't worry. I'm not wounded, really. Like he he would be so sore, his arm would be hurt. Like maybe he 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 can't turn as well in the cars. Mm, like yeah, that stuff that I want to see. Right when he hits that man, God, his back should be out for like a month, man. Like at, at, yeah. at, at, at least right, if not just completely paralyzed from the waist down here. Um, but I, man, like that, I was just like, oh, and he he survived. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess. I mean, <laughs> I I but, would but, like but to yeah. see in one of these movies where somebody does get like like they get shot in the arm, like one of their arms is so injured that they do have to do all these driving stunts one handed. Yeah, yeah. Or what or happens they then? Have to, they have to like modify the car some some how, mm. right? Uh, Brian has to sit on the correct side of the car to shift with his one good hand, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, something like that. But yeah, I thought that scene with the tank on the bridge was going to be the end of the Mayoi. Mm, like, yeah. Dom caught her mid midair. And even if she doesn't remember exactly yet, like I think just the, the heroics, the loyalty, the blatant disregard for physics, all of that stuff would be like just like, I'll give you a chance, right? Like, let's see mm -hmm. how this is. And that's like a good like spot to end it of, of just like, hey, now we can do a sequel where she's like starting to get back in with the family and getting to know them once once again. I think that could be neat. Nope. There's still like half an hour left in yeah. the movie here with the even bigger stunts. And it's just like, oh, my we God. And he, his back we still have to light a plane bit. on fire. <laughs> yeah yeah the I, whole plane on fire stunt is there's like that is wild and there's so much wild stuff around it i love when like han is grabbing onto giselle so giselle doesn't fall off of a car that's like suspension cabled to the plane that's trying to take off like he grabs her and he's like I won't let go and then she sees a goon going to shoot Han like over his shoulder and then she lets go so that she can take <laughs> out her gun and kill that guy and save Han's life that's incredible yeah I, I called that one early on in the, the film I mentioned to my partner uh, I was like I like of what I know culturally of the fast and the, the furious she's not a character that i really know much about except yeah. for when they casted her for wonder woman and everyone was like the skinny girl from that one fast and the furious movie that was kind of a minor character like why is she there uh and, and so i was like i have a feeling she dies at the end of this one because we mm. know that when han goes yeah. to T tokyo he's kind of down on his luck and he needed to be taken in like so 
having your girlfriend die at the end would be a good reason to be down on yes. your luck, right? Yeah. Um, also, so, so, meta- so, so yeah. Also, meta textually, I know the next movie, Fast Seven, was the final one with Paul Walker, and I know yes. that movie ends. Not with Brian dying, but with Brian like retiring him and Mia and baby Jack just live somewhere and you just don't see him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, if a, the I know nobody, nobody's going to die in this next movie. Fast seven would not have come out in such a way where one of the real actors died, but also one of the fictional characters has died also. That isn't his fictional character. Like that's too much going on. So I'm like, I presume Nobody dies in Fast 7 because they want all the grief, you know, all all the emotions focused on Paul Walker, the man. So I'm like, you either you get off here or you don't get off until eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, we will find out soon here. But um, Mm. yeah, I my uh, my last note on that runway scene is like that runway must have been like 30 miles long. Keep going, yeah. They just keep going forever and forever and forever, and it's just like the 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 plane would have been like up in the clouds by 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 now. Like those cars would probably throw off the weight, but I think if they knew that they were being attacked, like wouldn't they stop and get these things off of it? Wouldn't they like do something about that? But they Mm. still try and take off with these cars just attached to the 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 thing here. I, I, I don't know if that's what they would do exactly, but I digress. It just seems super long because they have the fight scene on the inside, the mm-hmm. cars on the outside. Yeah. Just everything is happening. And yeah, you have the like Russian nesting dolls of like bigger people, right? Like Vin Diesel <sighs> himself, that, that is a ginormous man. Like he is... He got some muscles, right? And mm-hmm. then you have The Rock, and he's an even more ginormous man. And then you have, I, I, I don't even know who that dude is, but he yeah. just, he's twice the size of both of them. Um, yes. And it's just, it's ridiculous. And, and yeah, I, great action, great fights, scenes, everything here is super tense. I loved it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I had a blast with this yeah one, for sure and i i re- also fast six is the first movie to have opening credits when the other ones haven't and i don't mm. know i don't know if that's something like they were like we're on a bigger scale like we put the actors names at the front now i'm not sure like cinematically what it means just an observation uh i also like the post credit scene i think post credit scene is very helpful like to us as outsiders who like absorbed a bunch of details through pop culture osmosis and like had them all jumbled around this post credit scene is so helpful for us. Like now this is where we circle back around. We get Tokyo drift Mm -hmm. back in the timeline. Han dies. And this is where Jason Statham comes in. You know, like I know he's in here. I know he plays a Shaw. Like he must be this guy's brother on a revenge mission. And then Helen Mirren is their mom. Here we go. Now I'm I'm like, there's still things I know that are in this franchise we haven't gotten to yet. I'm like, we have to get to Jason Statham. We have to get to Kurt Russell. We have to get to Charlize Theron. Where are these things? When do they come in? What do they do? Yeah. 
so I he he's playing a Shaw. He's also related to another. Yes, he's, he's not he's, just like an employee or like. No, lieutenant. he is, I believe, Deckard Shaw and his brother that died in this movie was Owen I, Shaw. So I'm he's so coming confused. in as like a family revenge mission. And their mom's name is Queenie Shaw. And she's like got this whole little crime family. And then in Hobbs and Shaw, they have a sister. I don't know how many Shaws there are, at least those four. So that's the thing. I So here, like, when they introduced Shaw into the Jetman here, <laughs> I was like, that's Shaw? I thought Shaw was Idris Elba. What? What is going no, on no. here? No, no. Idris Elba's like a like cyborg Superman. Characters? Weren't they the main two characters? It was like The Rock and Idris Elba? Like, weren't they the main no, two characters? No, so Hobbs and Shaw. No, Idris Elba was the villain. It was the Rock and Jason Statham, Hobbs and Shaw, and they have to fight Cyborg Superman Idris Elba. Uh, we'll get there next month. I don't think <laughs> I think Idris Elba is a Hobbs and I, Shaw original. I don't think he's in any of the actual Fast and Furious movies. No, I, I, I don't think he is. But yeah, that was like my understanding of that one. It's like, oh, Idris Elba plays some character named Shaw no that's what i thought this whole time until until like two days ago (laughs) when it's like wait that's shaw what is happening here Uh, because like when when they introduce his team there is there is a black guy on the team who you don't Mm. see like you don't see his face he like walks by the camera where he's like blurry and stuff like that and like i'm i'm wondering if they're almost playing that same card as one of the earlier films where they thought one one dude was the actual target but it's Mm. actually someone else uh and i was just like oh this guy's idris elba i see okay i see what's going on here and then no No. it's not and i was just like i'm so confused that was my caveat from (laughs) earlier on when i when i was just like i have a little caveat on on that one but yeah I go to the movies a lot, so I will see the same trailer over and over again. And I think that's the only reason why I know these things. Okay, okay, that's fair enough. Um, Even if it's a franchise I haven't seen, if I have to watch the trailer like six times, eventually I will gain some sort of understanding. For sure. So the last thing that I have to say about Fast Six, I'm kind of assuming you know this one already uh but we have in my opinion one of the best unscripted moments um in this film of all time uh do you know what i'm talking about here i'm not sure if i know so at the end when they're having their barbecue and the rock pulls up and Romans says, hey, hide your baby oil. Uh, Hobbs is coming up. The Rock's like rebuttal on that. And he, he goes, he like, says something like, you better hide your forehead or something like that. Unscripted. So oh. Tej's re- response of spitting out his beer was real. Oh, like that oh was him God. just being like, oh, fucking shit like he got him like burn uh and, and like that, 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 that that's why like he is genuinely just like motherfucker like, I'm like <laughs> so it was unscripted earlier in the movie earlier in the movie tez does make a joke about the size of roman's forehead which is yeah 
relatively normal like sure. did they film that after like was did the rock introduce this concept and they added it in in a later scene they filmed or I like i don't know if it was just like a one-off joke and the rock knew that that was like in the script and so he just mm. like bam but but yeah it's just a fantastic that they they caught that on and they get his response there <laughs> it is it's so good it's so good it is I don't know if I've ever seen like a literal true to life spit take. And I'm so happy that now I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. It's so good. But yeah, that's the last thing I have to say on. on good to know that one. Yeah. Good. Stuff. Fun fact. I, I liked these a lot. I liked five the, 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 the best. Uh, but the second half of, of six here was also very, very good. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Mix yeah. next month when we it's do the uh, the final three plus Hobbs everything and Shaw optional. I, I do intend to watch Hobbs and Shaw. I've been saying it's optional just because it's like I might not have time to in the next four weeks. It might be a movie I have time to watch like the week after that. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to fit it in like waking up at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning to watch it before we record. Like <laughs> I'll take that one at my leisure. I'll try and get to it before we record the next episode. Sure. Yeah. But if I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, it's. Go ahead. It no, no, it is weird going into this third episode. Where I'm like, OK, we're starting it off with the one where a, a beloved actor in person dies for real. Uh, and yeah. then two more action blockbusters like i'm very (laughs) i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm so scared (laughs) to quote saved by the bell (laughs) yeah um it's it's gonna be an interesting one for sure i know that they finished out the movie with his brother uh paul walker's brother um there is uh i don't know if speculation is the right word but there is a question of if we will get uh some kind of brian o'connor appearance in this new one whether it's like his brother playing him again and they just like do the computerized stuff to Mm -hmm. make it look which i i I don't know if they would do something like that i um i mean we've we've seen the like younger versions of actors we've seen that all cgi of Tarkin in Rogue One. Uh, Like they they could do something if they do it. I hope it's minimal. I I hope it's just real quick. Um, But I kind of don't want them to do that just out of respect. But I also don't know how his brother feels, how the family feels about that. So who knows? Like I, I... I do know that the movie, movie seven ends with Brian just retires. He literally drives off into the sunset to a peaceful, quiet life with Mia and his son somewhere. And I, I think one of the cars in the fast X trailer, somebody said kind of looked like a car Brian drove in the past. Like maybe there just will be mm. a car and they just like, you never see the driver or maybe you just see it obscured like it is his brother and you just never get a clear look at the face to know that's not specifically him. Yeah. The, like the other characters are just like, Oh, Brian drove in. Like you might sort of like facelessly wordlessly get a presence of Brian in that way, which there may be a way to do I, that. You know, it's just somebody driving a car and you're like, that's Brian. And they're looking at him go. 
I don't know why my mind immediately went to this, but my mind thought tuxedo mask, right? Like he's like <laughs> up on some like building somewhere, just being like, he's, he's, "You're welcome." And then like walks, in, I, but like that he's is so another far way you away could do it. Car, like, yeah, like yes, it, it's just like, oh, that must have been Brian. He was keeping tabs on all of us, like right. But you yeah. don't actually like see him or right. something I like, like that. that. Like you, <laughs> tuxedo you don't mask. need to do any. Digital face replacement. If Brian is so far away, you cannot pick out his features. We only see Brian from a mile away from now on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha, man. Yeah, this is. I, I, I had a blast with these. I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to next month, uh, and then when we do a spoiler cast on Fast X. Yeah. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun indeed. Do you have any other kind of final remarks you want to make? Uh, no, uh, it's been a very fun ride so far. I look forward to what the next couple have to bring. There you go. Uh, I, 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 I guess the last thing I can say in general is with this sixth one, we did kind of get Formula One style cars that like the one ah. that flipped them is is very yeah. similar uh, that like wedge shaped car. Um kind of did look like formula one stuff so who knows that was my one like that's one thing that i want like different style cars and yeah vehicles uh i know on the captain's log you were like that's say them race rv excuse me uh let's say them race rvs uh just stuff like that <laughs> fucking nas here we go (laughs) yeah like yeah get a formula one car in there get a nascar get a monster truck get a winnebago i want to see them all yes please more stunts with all of that um okay let's see here we did not get any kind of crash in the fancy party or oh you got time Oh, no, yes, no, I was oh. saying, oh, I forgot. <laughs> it's time for bingo now. Yes, it is time for bingo. I will pull this up on screen. I was looking at it and started speaking a little too early. Um, here we go. OK, so. Melissa, you're close to a bingo, but I, I, I don't I think we got any cows or treasure maps. So I, I think I'm safe that you you didn't get one there. But. um, Oh, man. Uh. Let's see here. Arted to death. No ghost. Locked room mystery. No cows. No secret royalty. No. Um, let's see. I, I know at one point we did get a so we're not so different. You and I. But yeah. I already have that. On this. Um, we didn't break into dance. Hack into the system. Uh, I, I would be OK with that. Yeah, because they, they 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 do hack into stuff there. There is no like I, I'm in yeah. that I remember yeah. specifically, but they, they do hack a bunch of stuff. Um, I have a character who's bad at cooking. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they, they make some j- jokes about that. So I'm 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 going to mark that one down here. Uh, let's see. Where is it? That one. That's the one I need. Bam, okay. I I keep like doing different color yeah 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 on on mine. <laughs> I don't mean to, but I just do. Um 
did we get a courtroom scene with Dom going to j- 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 jail? If we do, we, it we is so sentencing. fleeting. We're like barely in the room or like everybody shot with real, real close ups or whatever. Like it doesn't make much of an impression if we are in there. I, we, we get his sentencing, but I I'm I'm almost kind of arguing against myself in that one. Like he's not yeah. in an actual like courtroom of like what you think a courtroom yes. is right i i know that they have those like smaller like more just it's a typical room it doesn't look like an actual big old fancy court room but i don't know is that one worth it i we don't get any of the usual trappings of courtroom scene it's That's just true. like judge yells at dom uh, like we don't have a jury, we don't have lawyers. Dom's not wearing a suit. Yeah, nobody approaches a bench. Um, man, I'm amazed that we we have not gotten a. If I'm here and you're here, but who's driving <laughs> the bus? <laughs> oh well, Maybe yeah. Next I, time. I think I think that's all we got right now, or at least all I got. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. I, I I think I would also hear an argument for signature weapon or like a signature move with a name, but yeah. I, it's it's not necessarily a weapon or a move that they do. It's their signature cards, mm. right? Yeah. But it's not like there's a specific thing Dom does with his charger. Right. Exactly. So I think that is the bingo update for this time here this time fast and the furious um okay pull this back over here melissa we normally do recommendations at this bit Mm. but uh as we do in our multiple session end of the month special stuff we like to do that at the first time we cover something in the last time Mm. we cover something so we will skip recommendations uh for this week and go into what we will be talking about this next week melissa you've already pitched this to me yeah Do you want to uh introduce it once again oh boy i i've googled this movie like on a preposterous amount of times in the last several <laughs> days just to remind myself like when did this come out where can i watch it uh i pitched you three movies that won an oscar for best supporting actress and you picked Tilda Swinton in 2007's Michael Clayton. Uh, George yeah. Clooney plays some sort of a lawyer. Uh, he is a problem fixer. He's brought in to clean up messes. And now he has to represent a corrupt chemical corporation in a multi-billion dollar legal suit. And he's like, well, do I appease all the firm's clients? Do I go- do a good job? Do I get myself this money I need to pay off some debts or Am I going to do what I can to take down the corrupt chemical corporation? I guess I it, I don't really know what it's about, but I just keep hearing the name. The name Michael yes. Clayton has persisted. There are people who like Michael Clayton and it's time we find out how and why. Yeah. From what I understand, this movie is highly regarded. It is supposedly fantastic. And yeah, same thing for me. Like, oddly enough, like this movie has been mentioned on multiple different podcasts that I listen to. 
they just keep mm. like for one reason or another mentioning it or bringing it up and it's by people or the 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 people mentioning it just rave about how much they like it how good of film it is and those people are ones that like i respect their opinion on media i i i like when they critique stuff so the fact that they're just like this movie is awesome i'm like Mm -hmm. this sounds like a like you don't even need to tell me the plot this sounds like a movie i will enjoy just based on on like them recommending it so when you pitched this last week i was just like oh ah, it's that movie it is like here we go (laughs) this is it perfect so that's why i i picked michael clayton uh which is what we'll watch for this next week so yeah Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm excited our, our, our first one in, in March. Um, there you go. But I think that's about it for this week's episode, this week's podcast. So, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. Show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. And uh, if you guys would like to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, and if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are of course at the Whatnots. Uh, so please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching this on YouTube, go check out one of our other videos right over there on that side of the screen. That would help us out a ton, too. Uh, But yeah, this has been number 243, the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time. Bye.